This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Kia ora, hola, ni hao, ahlan, konnichiwa, bonjour, talofa, and welcome to Running Together. It's all in the name. For those who run alone or don't run, most running is recommended in the comfort zone of conversational pace, jogging or running at a speed and effort that allows you to have a good chat with a running buddy. I recently had a work meeting in which we were both jogging most of the time. If you think of the nexus of physical and mental health, going for a jog or walk with a friend is an excellent way to achieve both. And if the environment is pleasant, the added boost of being outdoors, getting sun on the skin, hopefully clean air in the lungs. Today, I have the pleasure to interview a person who loves to run with others, who loves to support people both starting to run and along their path in the sport or simply as an activity. There is a quiet can-do, or in this case, can-run, attitude about him. It's time to hear more about his journey, so let's get into it. Stephen Graham, welcome to Running Together. Thank you, Pete. Thanks for inviting me. Thanks for having me. My pleasure, Steve. There's a story that seems to personify you that I want to share. Several years ago, a runner from a challenged background finished a race that should have included medals for each participant. For some reason, there wasn't one for him. However, this runner ended up with receiving something more valuable and much more practical than a medal, a pair of new running shoes. Can you fill in the gaps in this story and how he ended up getting those shoes, please? Yeah, it was the uh, Boulder Bay Classic. It was a voucher, a spot prize of a couple of hundred dollars for new running shoes. And um, I'm pretty particular about my shoes and where I get them from. And I decided to give it to a speed freak runner who had just run his first 10K, I think it was. And picking the Boulder Bay as your first 10K uh, <laughs> is, <laughs> it just goes against all of my advices. Pick a flat one. Yeah, to start with, yeah. Yes. And he did really well, actually. And I asked the speed freaks people there if I could give it to help help him out. As you said, there's no medal, so they he deserves something for his first 10K, picking that 10K as his first. That's probably the most challenging, like regularly run, mm. if you can call it that, 10K, certainly locally anyway. There's a lot of up and there's a lot of down. And personally, I mean, I don't know about you, I'll be asking you later about, you know, whether you prefer up or down. I, well, it's all huffy puffy going up. Mm. On that particular course, going down can be mm. positively scary, mm. <laughs> not far away from the sea or a cliff mm. into the sea. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I'm a bit of a nervous downhiller. I tend to run a nice rhythm uphill and 
with the like the Governor's Bay Littleton 10K that's got four hills, four ups, four downs, I pass people going up, they pass me going down. <laughs> and then we get to the stage where... So all the sprints that they finished. <laughs> I pass them on an uphill and they say, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you on the downhill then. But I'm getting a little bit better. I'm striding out a little bit better with downhill. But uh, yes, Boulder Bay, especially that wet one, you really have to watch your footing. So you mentioned about speed freaks. So we've had Jamie Hawker and Anna Christoforou on the show from Speed Freaks before. How did you get involved with Speed Freaks and what have you given and received from this relationship? I first saw Speed Freaks at a park run early mm-hmm. on in my days of park run, maybe two years years ago at the Hagley Park Run. Okay. And I saw these people with blue shirts, a very distinctive blue. I just went up to one of them and said, hey, how'd you go today? And that's how I got involved. And I had a yarn with one of the organisers, Anna, at the time. And I think that's when I found out about their Tuesday night run at Hagley Park, six o'clock on a Tuesday at the Rickerton Corner, uh, uh, Nancy's Corner, where there used to be a roundabout, now there's traffic lights, just in North Hagley Park. So I run with them and you just have a wee chat with some of them and you have to try and sort of go into listening mode and let them talk to you and encourage them about what they're doing and asking what their next race is. One thing I do for them is if they, whenever one of them runs their first half marathon, I either engrave the medal that they've got uh, with first half marathon or... If there's no medal, I get one made and engraved uh, for them. And the odd donation when, when it pings up, if they're organising to enter a race somewhere. Mm-hmm. On the receiving end, the fellow that I gave the vouchers for, he made me a, a, a greenstone. An army. P- yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I actually wear that during the Buller Marathons, just to take it to the coast basically where it's probably from isn't it mm. originally and um, I, I wear it during the odd race if there's a significance about it like perhaps my 50th half marathon was a forest run 50th oh yeah that was a while ago now um, I'm on 69 now um, and uh, the 50th my 50th was the forest run where the speed freaks lot of them run that course and they made a wee after race like a cake or something I think mm-hmm. it might have been biscuits sorry <laughs> but it was really nice of them to mark the occasion really nice yeah from your conversations when we start to show off by talking about you know the running together so you're obviously running with these mostly guys from speed freaks and those sort of conversations as far as that opening up as concerns do you feel that the actual experience of running helps with getting those conversations started, perhaps with somebody who you might not share a lot of in common, initially at least? Yes, I, I think so. Uh, I mean, I'm not a big talker when I'm running, but uh, in, in that group, talking is part of it. Mm. And some are quite honest about what's happened to them. It's taught me a lot. And one thing it's taught me is how how well my upbringing and background is and how lucky I've been compared with with some but what's it what's to admire about the the speed freaks is they've been at the lowest of the low and now they've got this fortitude to improve themselves and they do it through community together 
and they do it through running. Running's good for them because everybody in running is positive. And now I feel that the Speed Freaks in Christchurch are, are such an integral part of running in Christchurch. It's weird being at an event where they aren't. Yeah, it's funny you should mention that, Steve, because I saw them at the Christchurch Marathon, Half Marathon. Yep. Plenty of them. Yeah, as you said, the distinctive shirts. They're at pretty much every... In fact, I can't even remember the last park run that I wasn't there that I didn't see them at. <laughs> They're at... used to be in the Teesway, uh, the Takeda Akira Road Relay. It's sort of a big deal. Now they're part of the Daniel Road Relay events. Yeah, there's a lot of events that they are a big part of. So great to have them. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, an, an integral part of Christchurch Canterbury running community now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So take me back to when you first got involved in running. Mm. What's your running origin story? Right. So I think about 15 years ago okay. when I was about 25 kilograms heavier than this, uh, most of that around the gut, but obviously uh, 10% of it between my ears, <laughs> I was approaching my 50s, uh, like I was late 40s or something, and I really thought I'd need to do something about my health. I've got to do something about this gut. And nothing sheds weight like running. I did one thing incredibly right, which take it easy, take it slow and build up. I nearly actually gave up three times, but uh, somehow pushed on. And I got down to about 80 kilograms. I'm about 80, 86 at the moment. Blame the earthquakes for that uh, from 10 years ago. But I built up slowly and then I had a, a plan where I would start doing some 10K races. And then at that stage, I thought half marathons were way out of touch. I was, I'd finish a 10K on Christchurch Marathon Day and then I'd just look in admiration of the odd friend or work colleague finishing the finish, going over the finish line, finishing a half and thinking that's out of range for me. I still remember the my first half marathon and how nervous I felt most of the 21Ks <laughs> and, and at the start, of course. And then I thought um, I had a wild idea that maybe I should run a full marathon before I was 50. And I did. And I thought, well, well that wasn't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> now I've run uh, 36 36 marathons. Which is 35 more than I intended. <laughs> so they haven't put you off, obviously. No. And now I have two plans I have is 10 consecutive Wellingtons, 10 consecutive Christchurch. So I've got uh, like three Wellingtons to go, two Christchurches. Christchurch ones I'll continue. Wellingtons I'll knock down to half. I've done five buller, that's it, be halves from now. And then I'll start doing some ones and twos, uh, Auckland, um, Gold, Cold Coast, Melbourne. Um, but next year is the big one, New York, and before that, Hartford and Connecticut. But New York is the plan for next year. It was supposed to be last year, but I've postponed it because of COVID. Of course. And um, I'll still be doing marathons. I mean, I've done 36. I, I'm targeting 50. So I've just got a few targets I, I'd like to meet. Oh, brilliant. So we've just been talking about the amount of running. So I'm curious, given that amount 
of running that you perform as to why you run? Well, primarily it's to keep my weight down. I can put on weight easy. Uh, But I I do enjoy it. It it makes me down tools at work and go. And uh, I suppose, uh, I mean, a little bit of it is that by the time I change and go for a run, the peak hour traffic's gone. I get an easier, less impatient drive home. Right. That is an advantage, yes. It's about well-being, but it's also about uh, keeping trim. But I really enjoy races. I really enjoy uh, half marathons in particular. That's my optimum distance. Mm-hmm. I have a few favourites. Like my favourite half marathon is the St. Clair Vineyard half marathon in Blenheim, which Blenheim, was just yeah. the uh, weekend just gone. And out of 69, I'm big on the numbers. Uh, that's my second fastest somehow, I'll, but I'll take it. <laughs> oh, brilliant. So you're older and faster. Yep. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, I, I'm running really well at the moment. I'm, uh, well, at my age, I call it between injuries. Uh, <laughs> I used to call it injury-free. And uh, I think it's park runs have had a lot to do with it, which are effective sprint intervals for a plotter like me because uh, I'm a slow-twitch muscle. Uh, I can just run plot on for ages. I'm not a sprinter at the other end of the scale, although I do love the 400-metre track. I just love the 400-metre track. I'll just go on a wee tangent. I I was 10 years old when the Commonwealth Games were on in Christchurch. Best day of my life, 2nd of February, 1974. Last day of athletics and closing ceremony at the Christchurch 10th British Commonwealth Games. It was just the best day of my life. I loved it. I wasn't keen on what was called cross-country running and running in gym class when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I didn't even like cricket in those days, which a lot of people would find strange that they would think that I disliked cricket at some yeah. stage of my life. Obviously, the <laughs> listeners can't see, but I'm actually looking at your shirt and I can see two uh, two cricket bats. So uh, yep. it's obviously something that's, you know, quite... Yes, uh, yes I'm, uh, it's actually Lancaster Park Cricket Club. I... Uh, umpire for the social women's team there have uh, in the recent past uh, coached women's cricket mainly at East Shirley been involved in the administration of women's club cricket and been a like an age group selector and some of my what I call my cricket girls have followed me into running and I've inspired them to run a half or a, or a marathon and uh, it is really nice connection to see see them There's a big difference between cricket and running. In running, especially in the running community, everybody wants you to do well. Everybody is interested in in how well you've done and you're interested in how well they've done. In cricket, when you're batting, 11 people just want you gone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, probably quite a bit more than that. You think you're spectators and stuff, but yeah. Actually, Michelle, I mentioned my 100th 10K. Uh, Go for it. You, you'll know about this piece. I thought, well, I've never actually scored 100 in cricket. My high score is 26 not out. I was 13 years old, batting at number 11 for the other team. <laughs> anyway, so when it came to my 100th 10K, I thought, well, I'm going to run it in cricket gear because it's the only way that I can score 100 holding a bat with pads on. 
So I ran 10Ks with cricket, trousers, pads, keeping pads because they're easy to run in, yeah. batting gloves and holding a helmet and a bat. Bravo. You. Uh, now, that would be rare. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't recommend it at all. <laughs> it got a bit warm in the calves. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you, you look a complete goose uh, when a bus goes by on Riggerson Avenue and, the, and every passenger in the bus is looking at you. We need to find a photo of that. I'm yes. sure you have some, Steve. So. Yes. And <laughs> yeah. um, the sort of holding the bat, how to hold it and run at the same time is not easy. So you were mentioning about 10Ks and special moments as far as the number. Now I'm going to take you to Park Run, which you mentioned before. Can you share with me, and I think this is for me a slightly different experience for you, can you share with me that special experience for you? I think it was about a year ago and what it meant for you. Now, you were on 99, so, ah, yes, yes. (laughs) there we go. It was, well, it was my my 100th 5K, uh, not necessarily, it was um, not my 100th park run, but Mm. it was my 100th uh, 5K. I ran a fast one. It was all COVID setting up the whole calendar. Yeah, so I had to put off and put off. And similarly with the with the five k, I, I yeah, there, you get to ninety nine, and then all of a sudden something's happening. You, I think it was you, actually COVID. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yes, I I was. It was supposed to be an Essex five k, but because of a COVID lockdown, I had to change it to a park run. So we mentioned about injuries, but I'm going <laughs> to. Look about this as well. I'm currently recovering from what seems like an endless sequence of running-related injuries. It's a common issue for runners, with perhaps half of all runners experiencing an injury in a given year. What have your experiences been with injuries, and how do you respond to them? Because you mentioned before about between injuries or injury-free. So your experiences... Up until about a year ago, I had a niggling injury for about two years that some part of the leg, and I forget which one, and I actually find it best not to know the actual fancy scientific names for these injuries or the muscles involved, uh, because I think it's a denial thing on on my part, (laughs) but I also think that not knowing what the actual name of the muscle is helps. It only slowed me down. Uh, It didn't stop me. I don't think I've ever had an injury that's actually stopped me. I've just had the odd leg niggle, really, leg muscle niggle. I'm very lucky with my knees. I've never had an injury with my knees. And I put that down to drinking pints of milk when I was a kid and having to bike everywhere uh, because in those days parents didn't drive you everywhere. What got you involved in the club scene I first got invited to the Olympic Club before it amalgamated with New Brighton by a former work colleague who was on the committee at the time, and their brief was to find more women for the women's section. (laughs) And uh, she she bumped into me and signed me up. I actually quite like the club scene. I like the variety of races. I've learnt a lot from running, frankly, uh, at New Brighton when you're eavesdropping on a conversation between a couple of, um, shall we say, experts. And I just take that away and I just try things and I do what works for me. 
So I'm no textbook runner. I do what works for me. Um, so I've tried the textbook method or I, and I've tried my method and if my method works better for me, that's what I do. I have noticed the club scene sort of, shall we say, drifting off a bit with reduced numbers and the associations and the club's reaction is to open up certain events to what they call community runners, so non-registered runners. That can actually push further club people away from clubs, but I, I'm a little bit old-fashioned. Uh, I like being part of the club scene. It's always helped me. I like the events that they put on that you can't enter if you're not part of the club. And, and as, as I say, I've learned so much just by listening to people. And also that when you run in a, a half marathon or a marathon that's part of either the Canterbury Champs or the New Zealand Champs, then you're effectively racing a race within a race. And in your age group, you can get what I call clangers. And I was asked recently, what the hell is a clanger? And I said, well, when you finish a marathon and, and you get a medal like every other finisher, and say you get a silver medal for being men's second 50 to oh, 59, right. yeah. you get a second medal. Mm -hmm. When you put that on, the two of them clang. <laughs> so I call noise. them clangers. Yeah. I love getting clangers. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Two for the price of one. Two for the price of one. Yeah. Absolutely. Given the benefits of running, how do you encourage people you meet to become or continue as runners? One thing I tell people, like there's a fellow uh, who's part of the Speed Freaks, he's just run his first half marathon. And what I'm trying to encourage him to do is to book something else so you've always got something to work toward. When, yeah. when I was younger, I would run the city to surf as a teenager or end in my 20s. The day after the city to surf, I stopped running. And yeah. uh, so it works for me to always have an event to look forward to. I listen to what people say and then I try to think of something that they might be interested in, that they're capable of. I remember running the Crater Rim 10K, which is probably tougher than the Boulder Bay. Yeah. I think it's the toughest 10K we have in Christchurch. And uh, I wound up in the second half on the downhill running with a young lady who was running her first 10K to see if she thought she was good enough to run a half marathon, and she still wasn't sure. And I said to her, if you're running this particular 10K, you can run a flat half marathon easy. Mm. Yeah. it's easy to talk to someone who's decided they're going to do their first half and then you give some advice. I could give 100 points of advice, but so my advice for people running their first half marathon is pick a flat one, pick a local one, pick one where you actually get a medal. One piece of advice I give them is take a, take a drink on the first drinks break. The same with a marathon People will too easily run past that 5K drink station in a marathon. You're not drinking for 10Ks. You're drinking for the 40th at that stage. So always take a drink yeah. at, at the first drink station. Mm. You don't realise if you're thirsty, you're already dehydrated. Mm. Your performance is already suffering. Mm. Mm. And, and if I may, while I think of it, run your own race. 
So mm. the people in front of you, let them take off. Don't think, oh, I'm going to oh, I have to keep up with him or I have to keep up with her. Mm. Run your own race at your own pace, your own strategy. Yeah. What's the future of running for Stephen Graham? I'm going to continue and I'm not sure what's going to happen. I'm approaching 60, and which, by the way, is a new age group, so um, I'll be running hard <laughs> next year, being the youngest in the new age yeah. group. But my intention over time is to run fewer marathons. I, I currently run four a year, and I'll keep running half marathons as long as I enjoy them, frankly. Yeah. I really like – half marathons are just my optimum distance. Uh, long enough that you can – I'm not great at warming up because when you're running a half or a mouth and that's what the first two Ks are for. But they're long enough for an endurance type runner like me, but short enough that I can actually sort of race against myself, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Like I did on Saturday. Uh, that that was one of the best executed half marathons I've I've run. Through the vineyards. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Okay. We've now got a quick fire round, so consider it one of your 400 meter, if you like. So I'll give you some options, and you choose what's best for you. So, are you ready, Steve? Here goes. Shoes with lots of cushioning or very little? I think lots. I, I run hokers. Lots. Uh. <laughs> Trail, road, cross country, or track? I really like smooth tar seal. <laughs> I can tune out and just look a wee way ahead. Okay. Slow and long, fast and short, or fast and long? No, no, I, I'm a bit of a plotter. Uh, slow and long. Slow and long it is. Morning or afternoon? F for a race, morning definitely. Definitely morning. Park runs, of course, morning. Yep. Quite early. <laughs> At the end of a run, you need hydration or, as you were mentioning, probably not long into a run if, you, if it's a long one. So here's the choices. Gatorade, Powerade, some type of electrolyte drink, beer, chocolate milk, water or juice? Definitely water, first up. Then I'd go to a Powerade. Uh, oh, fair enough. And then after that, I eat what I bloody like. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to celebrate. Okay. Relays or individual runs? Frankly, a bit of a loner when I'm running, especially in a race. But I do like the mix of the interclub. That's one thing I like about the club is that you do run relays sometimes. And I, mm. I just enjoy the variety of adding those into everything yeah. else I do. You know, I guess it gives you the best of both, doesn't it? Because yep. you have your own individual performance yep. and you also get to run as a team. Yep. So you get to you know, support and cheer and see other people running you wouldn't normally perhaps see because they're either faster or slower than you. Yes, I, 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 uh, the thing with relay running is, is you, you actually, at the end of your lap, you, you've just got that extra reason to run mm. just a bit faster because other people are relying on you exactly. and, and watching you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Finally, a runner or a coach you greatly admire? I'd have to say uh, John Walker. I grew up with John Walker mm -hmm. and 
Um, also, an ordain sticks out, mm. by the way, the 3,000 metres gold at Brisbane Commonwealth Games. One thing I'd like to do is Masters track stuff when I finally finish with helping out at cricket. Come join me. Yeah, well, I, I'd need to have a look sometime and see, because uh, I'm not a sprinter, but I, I just love the 400-metre track. Come join me. Yeah, I do the 400, but I'm slow. So Oh, Oh, that that makes me feel better because I'll be slow too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can run together, absolutely. Not hurdles though. I, I'm not never. No, no. Hurdles, I'll, I'll make a complete ass of myself yeah. if I try that. Steve, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and experiences with us today on running together. Yeah. Can I have a final thought? Go for it. One of the best races I ever run. It's called the Midnight Run. It's in Central Park in New York. It's four miles, which is 6.2 k's, I think. Inside Central Park, the start gun is midnight on New Year's Eve. Oh, my. Yes. So you get the countdown, you get the fireworks, yeah. but instead of yahooing, you're, you're running four miles. And it's so cold, uh, being midwinter, of course, in New York. But it's just one of my favourite experiences in running, and everybody's happy. So that particular race was also uh, one of my highlights. Thanks very much for sharing that. Really appreciate it.